Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud Bright eyed and bushy tail. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. 8.55 on the AM dial every Sunday morning. Award winning show. Most downloaded show at 3CR. We have a few people away this week. The Griller is away jet setting, taking over national, the national conference. So he's going to give a decent report back on that. But we have dusted off the Warren. Oh, good morning, Campo. Good to have you back, my friend. Always good to be back. I can feel the show going to another level now. Now, <laughs> and, and we've brought up from Geelong the man himself, the Galar. How you going, brother? Good morning, lads. Nice to be here. The Major Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, like we said, we've had a pretty big week. You know, we've had our national conference, which looked pretty impressive the photos i've seen of it so far on social media big rally for the silica campaign yes obviously that's getting firing up silica and it definitely needs oh it does you know obviously we've been you know we spoke about it before and we'll touch on it now because obviously since the national conference you can see it's kicked off i think it was on wednesday up in sydney they had a rally of about ten thousand people which is a massive rally you know, and also right right across every state at the moment, we've also been campaigning Bunnings to stop selling uh, reconstituted stone. It has silicosis in it because the silica levels are so high, and that's what's been killing our our members and killing our people. And I've, we have got a date on, and obviously a report come out this week, Warren. Yes, uh, Safe Work Australia perhaps didn't uh, officially release their uh, findings, but certainly being leaked, so someone's embarrassed. But uh, clearly, any form of uh, silica is a health problem. There is no safe level. Mm. However, the uh, reluctance of government, both federal and 
state to uh, up the ante on protection uh, is a matter of concern to Safe Work Australia. And if Safe Work Australia, not the most dynamic of bodies, is worried, then it's a bloody big problem. There's, yeah, obviously, you know, we've spoken about it before. We've got 28-year-old people dying of silicosis and the effects of it and the, un, you know, the damage it's doing through the community. It's like asbestos, you know. Once it come out, it's just coming out everywhere. Yeah. And, and we've got – it's not just one or two. It's many of people that are affected by it. You know, some of the big issues, that the, if I was an employer, I'd be asking, you know – Industrial manslaughter. Where, if you haven't got any good control measures in place, and I get silicosis, and I've been working on your jobs. Well, it it's should back be, on the employer. It should be noted that uh, Trades Hall released a few documents on this over the last couple of years as well. On any given day on a construction site, you get your time weighted average, which is the what they say is a permittable, allowable uh, dose of silica just by being on site. Yeah. And that was what the time-weighted average had come out. Since those documents have come out, we've looked into the more, uh, I guess, your Caesar stones, your tiles and stuff like that. The silica content on in them is 99%. It is huge. If yeah. you're breathing that in every day or even if you're the poor bastard that's just sweeping up after somebody else, you are getting the dose of that every single time. That's why on site now, even before the proper ban, we don't do any dry cutting on site. We don't do any cutting of it on site at all. It has to go back to the factory and they can bring it back when the whole, the size is right. You know, they've missed the fucking sinks or the taps or whatever. It has to go back off site. It has to be wet cut in a proper environment. We don't just do it on site with a grinder because you're given not only yourself a dose of it if you're doing it, but you're given all the other workers on the side a dose of it too. Yeah, and exactly like you said. And we've also been going out campaigning um, the factories where it's been getting cut, you know, making sure that's up to standard. It's, it's a, it's definitely a major issue in our industry, you know, and it's gonna. This is gonna be an ongoing campaign. Like we said, we've we've told the government um, we, we want a date where it's stopped. We're black banning it off all jobs. I forget what the date is, but Grill will give a more of a report on that, you know. And it's something we'll probably have a rally down here, no doubt, because if we're doing rallies, we'll be rallying all over because it's a major thing we want to change. I, I see the MUA have come out and said they're not going to be shipping it in anymore as well, so which is, you know, that's a big game changer. Well, what's the NBA and all the other employer bodies saying? Nothing uh, to see you. And let's be honest, the uh, people who are the manufacturers' importers... Uh, putting in full-page ads in the uh, newspapers. It's an old saying, chuck a rock into a pack of milling dogs, the one that yelps the loudest is the one you're hitting there. And Caesar Stone have been hit between the eyes. And let's be honest, they have got a problem. And when they go on the attack like they have, it's all like James Hardy again, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is too, there's, it's not like a product they have to use. They can move it, you know what I mean? Like in the, in the bench tops. I don't know how you get around concrete, but there's all. I, I know with dealing with the stressing companies, a lot of them are now looking at their grout, having silica-free grout. You know what I mean? There's products out there you can use that don't have it in it, but it's you know something we're going to have to tackle as an industry. Yep. All right. And it's been tackled before, and it was dealt with. Yeah. Well, back in like not before my time, they used to wet before you sweeped up. You wet wet all the ground down, and yeah. you know. In Queensland, I think they're using vacuums, they're using yep. all this sort of stuff, and it's just where we've got to get to, you know yep. what I mean? Now, moving on, what's been happening in the world of Geelong and the Western Districts, my friend? 
Well, I guess our biggest blue at the moment is the renewables. A uh, couple of multinational companies are coming over, setting up shop over here, you know, giving uh, agreements or giving projects to jobs where the uh, agreements are getting done on the ground by uh, our other subpar unions such as the AWU. You know, these, um, these agreements that they're going on with them, they're not given the base standards of living, you know, there is no fatigue management policies. They're working to Queensland-style calendars of your 21 and 7 FIFO uh, rosters where we've been a nine-day fortnight since 1999. Um, you know, it's it's pretty horrendous. Everything's getting shipped in from China and uh, Vietnam. The people over there that are making it are on a pittance. We want to see some real movement from Vestas. Um Come to the party and do do an agreement with us and let's get some local manufacturing. We've got massive uh, manufacturing capabilities down in towns like Portland. Um, you know, they're not getting a run at the moment because the uh, they upgraded their factory and then investors went and changed the model of wind turbine that they're going to build so they can build it over in China cheaper. So it's, um, it's pretty horrendous, you know. You've got subpar safety conditions out on them. I know the lads from down there, if any of them are listening out of Portland and that, you know, keep doing what you're doing. If it's too windy, lads, you just pull the brakes on and, and we do what we need to do because there's no point going, uh, not going home for, you know, 50 bucks an hour or whatever the uh, abysmal rates that they're trying to pay are out there. It will be a campaign that will go on for a long time. Um there's three wind farms going at the moment, but there's 11 that are all in the pipeline to start between now and Christmas next year. You've got battery energy storage systems that are coming online um, at Tyrone, Camperdown, uh, Orford, and then you've got two on the road out to Anarchy. Um, that's about $5.5 billion worth of work in its own right. At Viva Refinery, there's a massive job coming up now, $350 million, so... They've come to the party for the first time in a long time. Be good rates and conditions out there. Um, and then we go into normal construction in town. The convention centre's finally kicked off, which is good. Got a couple of big piling rigs down there. There's going to be four tower cranes on it. Um, a couple of big residential. Uh, What's the value of the convention centre? That's built, isn't it? Yeah, so the at the moment, $290 million, but they're going to do the two uh, office towers on the side, which brings it up to about $380 million. Good size job for Geelong, you know. A lot of people be hired uh, to do the job, and if you're coming down, make sure you get the uh, little bit of a lurk, the radial travel. Make sure you always put that one on your boss if you're coming down from Melbourne. It's a good little uh, good little perk, that one. If you do have to travel down the highway for the brothers and sisters in Geelong, make sure you just come and uh, have a chat with us. We can always point in the right direction for who's hiring and who's looking. We've got a couple other big ones coming, the Women's and Maternity Hospital. Uh where the old helipad was behind behind Geelong Hospital, that's five hundred fifty million. It's out for tender at the moment. Tenders close on the second uh, of November. A um, couple of big, real big resi jobs. Tim Gurn is going to do one down there, so I reckon. Uh, if, I reckon there might have to be about a ten, what a gentleman a ten dollar and a uh, Tim Gurner allowance on that one. So whoever the builder that gets that is, we might have to go back and say, look, well, Tim's uh, got egg on his face, and we want ten bucks an hour just for. Uh, just for his shit comments, because... Just a formal apology. Yeah. Egg, egg always goes rotten over time and stinks. Yeah, 100%. So <laughs> there, there's a lot coming up down home. It'll be um, it'll be a good time to be a construction worker down home, but anybody that comes down as well, just make sure you're getting all the bells and whistles and we'll go through it. The Western Districts are starting to kick off. Warnable Base Hospital is probably still 
a while away. They haven't let the contracts yet. As we know, the state government are uh, having funding issues across the board. But a couple of the infrastructure jobs, the uh, big stabling yard out the back of uh, Warnable's going ahead. The shit farm uh, at Warnable as well. That's that's uh, in full swing at the moment. We've got uh, a fair few members working down there. Um, Campanian Hospital will be kicking off shortly as well. Um, yeah, it's not a. Uh, They're pretty big, isn't it? Campanian Hospital. That's pretty decent yeah, size. Yeah, it? it's decent. It's um, well, fifty odd million, so. which is massive. For yeah, that's yeah. humongous. That's, yeah, so it's like a billion dollar job. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be it'll be a good job. You've got a couple of big shopping centre complexes coming up in these new. Uh, pop-up suburbs out the back of Geelong, Charlemont Rise. So, I guess yep. what you would call uh, Warralilly, but it's 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 or Armstrong Creek is now called Charlemont Rise. The next one down, so they're slowly building towards Torquay. Bit more classy. Wow, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I thought it was always the floodplain, but uh, anyway, they're building. <laughs> it might a lot still of, be. They're building a lot of houses out there. Why so try? They get them in. Hopefully, for those people, it's not uh, not too bad. But um, yeah, it should be. Should be pretty good uh, time to be a uh, construction worker coming out of Geelong at the moment. So, yeah. What's the value of Warrnambool Hospital? Because they've so, started early works now, haven't they? So yeah. enabling works was, uh, I believe, seventy uh, seventeen million dollars. The uh, establishing works, which is the, I guess you know, rerouting all the services. They got to do a bit of demo and stuff like that. Is seventy odd, and then the actual base hospital build is four hundred. But uh, they've got we've got a ways to go until we get to the main yeah. to the main build, but. One Boom. job or stages? It's stages. So yeah, yeah. they're doing the LDRC, which is the laundry at the moment, um, down there, bottom there, and then they'll start the enabling works at the actual hospital uh, location in the near future. So that's the contracts have been held up and stuff like that. But it will kick off. I know there's a lot of boys that are really keen to uh, to jump on those good projects like no that. Doubt. If you're uh, living down there, you know, make sure you get in, t- in contact with us. Um we can always help you out, point you in the direction of who's hiring, who's looking, because uh, as we know, the companies that come down, they will be looking to hire a lot of locals because it's... Uh, That's what the jobs are there for, for the locals. 100%. You know, we've got a lot of good union members or a lot of good union people that are down in Mournable. You know, it, it's about time the wheel turned a bit and they got a bit of work. There's a fair few, as always, working in town who wouldn't mind going home. 100%. A few, yeah, working on the gas, working out. They've been all over the joint, so it's good to get a few, like like you said, getting them refineries and all that, you know, all the gas work. That's awesome. All right. Um, We might cut to a track. I think we might, the John Lennon, Imagine. Yeah. 
What a great song. And obviously we played that song. We've all seen, you know, what's happening, especially like you see Ukraine and what's happening in Palestine. You know, it's unbelievable, you know, and I can't believe it's happening in this day and age. You know, it's pretty much, it's genocide the way I'm looking at it. You know, you've got young kids who can't even get treatment, painkillers when they're getting limbs removed. You know, I saw a tragic story when I was away um, on the news, a doctor I was working on his son and then had to go in and or working on his daughter and then had to go in the next room and identify his son who just died. Can you imagine what that bloke's going through and trying to get through it? There's people like they can't even get water. I think they're down to one hospital because all the generators are running out of petrol. It's absolutely atrocious what's happening there. And, you know, and you just right across the world at the moment, you know, you look at Ukraine and the amount of innocent people that are dying for, you know, no reason, but. For who they are it's actually ridiculous so hopefully you know we can get peace across the world because we all need a bit of peace and i believe you know there's rallies i think every sunday at eight o'clock 12 o'clock so if, you know if you're that way inclined i'm not telling you which way to be but you know it's worth you know trying to bring some light to this and try and get it stopped you know Right, moving right along moving right along you don't want to touch on so <laughs> can i just yeah. raise one little thing apropos to the issue of wind farms and all the rest of it, and that is the continuing develop, redevelopment of the SEC, the State yes. Electricity Commission. A wonderful thing, I might say. However, taking uh, what the Goliath had to say about uh, some of these uh, renewable power projects down in the Western District, I would have thought that the... Uh, Money that's getting put up by the SEC to help with these uh, renewable projects uh, should be including an aspect about uh, fair and reasonable wages and conditions. Should. It, um, it definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, I know that a few of these new projects will directly feed into the SEC and the new grid that they're doing. We are in talks at the moment with our brothers from the uh, ETU about what we can do with the overland transmission lines. Um, we will get a bit of an understanding more on that from the big players in, in, in the near future, and it will be a joint you know, agreement with us and them on the deed. But uh, as it stands right now, the you know multinationals, especially Vestas and Orsted, are coming in and trying to set their own wages conditions, and it's, uh, it's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, and also, that's a little bit like... Uh what happened at uh, Snowy 2? Yeah, that's... Uh, For those who watch Four Corners, <sighs> unmitigated disaster. Is the machine still bogged? Oh, the machine is bogged. <laughs> the machine is bogged. The, the tunnel is bogged. And let's just put it in perspective. This was going to be the project which formed the basis of the East Coast grid in terms of peak capacity. When uh, the needs of the West are one thing, but the needs of the East depend upon Snowy to produce that extra power to keep the uh, whole system operating, and uh, they've stuffed it up. Especially with the bloody um, coal-fired generators coming offline. And uh, just apropos also to the AWU, they were on the uh, Four Corners show criticising people, well... I think the uh, Those the brothers from the AWU have forgotten about the role they played as it got set up. They were 
quick to rush in, and now they're trying to wash their hands of it. That wouldn't be the AW. Oh, I think it might be a nomination time. But oh, <laughs> you know, they've been how many times they've been nominated on this show? They'd be up there. Oh, they are a permanent <laughs> nomination. I would have said hundred oh, percent, and they earned it. They earned it. Oh. Obviously, some of the stuff they've done over the years, like you know, like. Um, yeah, moving right along anyway, but we should talk about, obviously we're going into an EBA campaign at the moment, you know, I think some discussions have started with the builders, obviously we've got the logger claims through and all that, um, which, we, you know, we've said how much it's going to be a big EBA, this one, it's, you know, it's where we can get a lot of conditions back that we, you know, buy, we couldn't legally have in agreements, we can roll back. Yep. And I see um, WA had a big win a couple of weeks ago. They had their scaffies that they were out for a few weeks. Uh, SRG, they um, got their first EBA sign. They took protective industrial action over there in the West. So, you know, it looks like they're having a bit of a dip. So that's, you know, that's a good sign. You know, it's been a long time coming. So and I think all the states are all putting a lot of similar clauses. So it all lines up nationally. But, you know, at, at this stage, you know, I know early talks have started from us, but like I said, I don't think it's going to be as easy EBA as whatever. You know, we're expecting a blue because, you know, we didn't give up that stuff. It got taken out of the agreements. So we don't think the employees, the employers will give it back real easy. So, No, and we had last time with the 2023 agreement was negotiated at the worst of times with the middle of COVID and the disruption that that took place, I think we ended up with a decent agreement, but now we've got to do the work to get back where we were going back 10 years. Because obviously, like we've discussed before, we had the building code where you couldn't, there's a whole range, like apprentices clauses, there's a whole range of stuff was prohibited content you couldn't have in the agreement because if you had it in the agreement, the builders couldn't do government work, you know what I mean, and excluded us. So... Now, this time around, I think we're in a better, in that, especially in that infrastructure space, I think we're in a lot better position now to negotiate a good deal. So, Yep, and we're going to have to do it on our own because yep. grumpy old man that I am, just point out that uh, changes that were made to the industrial relations legislation didn't include us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we didn't get cheerio to Tony Burke because... We had to do it for ourselves, and it sounds like we're going to have to keep doing it for ourselves. Has there been any other way with this union? No. No, so, you know, we can't expect politicians to fix, all, to fix our issues. Well, create we did, more we headaches did, than they fix. We didn't ask them to, but anyway. Well, um, yeah, so obviously, like I said on that, um, keep, you know, keep your ear to the ground. It's going to be start rolling out. The other thing we should be talking about is the return of the membership. Our member, you know, change the ticket. And I believe it's flowing in. I know well, a lot of the delegates and that were put on notice on the last uh, shop stewards meeting, and I think we've had a good reaction because I think it's at record amounts coming in. So, which is a major. It should be. Uh, it should be a very, very good return this time. Obviously, with the housing, all oh, the private apartment market being down a little bit in Melbourne, uh, you know, it's probably lucky all the brothers are making hay while the sun shines in in the civil sphere. Um, you know, we should get a good return. But on that, the compliance side of it as well, need to make sure we're checking our own compliances. It's never been easier. You can get an app for CBUS, you get an app for Inkalink, you get a website link for uh, Leave Plus now. That has been changed the name from Co-Invest to Leave Plus. So if you're having dramas with your login, call one of the coordinators, um, make sure that's in. It was actually the, it's it's payable this month. That's the three-month quarter. So make sure your boss is putting that one in because everybody wants uh, 10 weeks off 
Uh, free holiday, when you really, can get it at hundred percent. So, leave plus what? Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> that's I've, it. I've got I've got some views on that myself, Warren. But uh, well, leave long service leave portable long service leave is coming up to its fiftieth anniversary. Twenty twenty five is fifty years since we introduced uh, portable long service leave into the industry, and. Uh, there are still plenty of issues yeah. about making sure people comply with not an EBA, but the law of the state of Victoria. 100%. Just a reminder. I heard someone's maybe doing a bit of work on the history of... Well, hopefully the board is going to put out the official history of the Long Service Leave Act, and uh, hopefully they're going to proceed with a project that they started but haven't sort of kicked along to uh, include all the stuff about how we yeah. won portable long service leave and all the issues apropos to that. We better get into Scallywag. So who we got this week, boys? There's a few. Well, we have to go with Vestas straight up, you know, important stuff from China and Vietnam. They're, you know, probably top candidate in my world down there at the moment. They need to come to the party. They need to do what they need to do. Uh, the lads are out at a job. In uh, Coral Creek Road, a couple of cr- well, a crane fell over and hit another crane. Uh, cast structs, the same old uh, ABD. Yeah, XABD. Raf, uh, Raf, and all all the lads that come out of that still up to their old tricks where you know things are getting done rushed and there's been a bit of a kerfuffle with the crane and it's fallen over and got another crane. Thank God nobody was injured. Um, you know that's remarkable. It's it it's is. it's unbelievable when you see the photos of, of of it the way that it laid down on top of the other one. It's it's we're in a very lucky space where nothing happened there. And oh, it's particularly ABD, no doubt. Look, we've all seen that sort of script before. But I tell you what, at the moment, God, we're having some crane incidents. You see oh. it in Sydney and that. So, yeah. Any other? What's Oh, I don't, I don't have too many more. There's always a few floating around. A couple of uh, dodgy traffic mobs down home, paying work below. Safe. Work safe, week safe. Yeah, they're uh, they're always right up there. You know, you could piff a yoni from most of the jobs to the work safe building yep. in Geelong, but um, yeah. And the other one, oh, well, obviously, I wouldn't wouldn't mind throwing in the Builders uh, Contractors Association of New South Wales, whinging about. The New South Wales have got their EBA and it's got paid meeting clause and they're whinging about it got used at the rally. So, oh dear, whinging they all the boys got paid to go to a rally. So, well, they definitely are sookie la la's of the week then. So, but I would like to nominate the federal and state governments, predominantly Labor governments, about this issue of silica. Yeah, because exactly. I just don't think enough's been done quick enough, and I reckon that's a bloody disgrace. It's asbestos all over again, and how long did that take? I don't think we should be uh, putting up with uh, that sort of delay And for this issue. Scallywag, uh, Suki Lala, who are we going with? No. Well, the the NBA in New South Wales. What a pack of sooks. Yeah, exactly. They signed the bloody agreement. So who who won Scallywag, boys? Oh, let's go with Vestas. They got, they've got it. It's I'd re- have to go with ABD. What are the new company called? Castruct, I believe. Castruct. You, yeah. No, oh, let's Leopard go. Leopard doesn't change its spots. No, nah, it doesn't. And what's this, the third go around for them now? So. Oh, that we know of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we know of. So, and Suki Lala's, the NBA, 
And we better go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to, to win. win. If you yep. don't fight, you lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.